Hello. I hope you can hear me loud and clear today on this Monday. Are, are we feeling 2024 yet? We're a week in. Let's open up our drink of the day, which because when I popped that top last week, it was a great start. And I was like, I need to have like a drink with my podcast every week. Um, today we are sipping on Trader Joe's Organic Sparkling Lemon and Strawberry Apple Cider Vinegar Beverage. That is the longest drink title I've ever read on a label. Um, I've also never tried this, so I hope it's good. Let's, ooh, I can't get it open. Hold on. Oh, there we go. My nails were like slipping out from under it. Yeah, I've been really liking, I have Olipops that I drink, which is a probiotic soda, but I try to only have like a couple a week because number one, they're kind of, they're kind of expensive, like two, two fifty for one. So I all like get a couple with my groceries each week and I save them for like the evenings, but I was at Trader Joe's and they don't have Olipop there. I don't think so. I grabbed a couple different flavors of this. Um, cheers. I have no idea what this is going to taste like. Well, obviously lemon strawberry, but it's delightful. So good. I love, like you can taste that there's real strawberry in here. It's not like a fake strawberry. So it has 38% juice that, like I said, the apple cider vinegar, which like, that's not the reason I bought it just is in there and it's sparkling water, apple cider vinegar, and then the flavors of the fruit. So yummy. And I don't know if I'm, I think I'm going to like this flavor the best. I got like a berry flavored one and then a lemon ginger, I think. Ooh, delicious. Okay. Happy Monday. We're kicking off the second week of the new year. And I love that we can at this point, like literally count the days that we have been in 2024, which I don't know why it, it feels so easy to say it's 2024. But also, it's it's unreal <laughs> that Blake was born four years ago. Like, wasn't 2020 not that long ago? It's wild. <clears throat> All right. Let's get into this week. If you missed it, last week we were chatting new fitness trends. Fitness trends, like what's the forecast looking like? Just like some – actually, they weren't even fitness. It was wellness. So let me rephrase. We talked wellness trends for 2024, and there was a couple different fitness ones in there. Badminton. <laughs> we had body care. Like, it's coming. It's coming. We're going to, like, you know how much we talk about skincare? So go listen to last week's episode if you have not yet. It's a good one. Today, we're talking about some goals to set for this year because I feel like as moms, it's tricky, right? Because we we can't set goals like we used to where we, you know, we had this idea and it's going to happen and we do everything in our power, you know, to meal prep and plan out the workouts and map out the, all the details and, and like things would go according to plan as long as you had the energy behind it. But then when you have kids or baby or you're pregnant and you're not feeling that good, or the baby was up all night, or your kids are sick, like things just don't go as according to plan, which doesn't mean you can't set goals. Let me be clear. 
you can still set them just the execution and the flexibility around that path of how are you going to get to that end goal and the attitude you have to come with it just all looks so different but also i'm in a season and i know a lot of the women listening maybe yourself included are in a season where feeling a goal just or feeling a goal setting a goal feels hard like it's just like my goal is to get through the week okay my goal is to get through this year (laughs) my goal is to not forget the groceries in the car or not forget that she had music lessons on Tuesday night like you know what I mean like we're already doing a lot we are exerting so much energy every day to keep our families healthy safe and happy (laughs) and also to keep ourselves healthy and happy, right? So setting a goal on top of it, it can feel like a lot. And if, if this is the season you're in too, this episode is for you. So hi, welcome. Thank you for being here. I'm happy to be hosting. I wish I, I was about to say like, this is year two of my podcast, but it's not yet. I'm still wrapping up year one. Cause I started like a little ways into 2023. All right. So before I get into like all the goals, which I am excited to to chat about. I wanted to just do a little weekly recap. I already talked about last week's episode. We also did a bump date for 30 weeks pregnant. (laughs) Gosh, when I say it out loud, I'm like, whoa, that's like really pregnant. That's like, she's, she's got not a lot of time left. Like if I think of somebody else being 30 weeks pregnant, I'm like, okay, you're at the end. Oh yeah. You're getting the single digit weeks now. Ooh, and that and that's me. I am her. All right, so a couple things. <laughs> One, I do have a Thrive Market code right now. If you're not familiar with Thrive Market, it's like this online grocery store. Essentially, I use it to stock my pantry items. And um I have a pretty good discount code right now. Let me see what is what is it? It's 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. I will put the link for that below, but I like to use Thrive Market for like my snacks, all my snacks in my pantry, the kids snacks. So like everything from protein bars to trail mix to crackers. And what's great is you can like shop by diet. So if I'm looking for, let's say gluten-free, not that any of us are gluten-free, but you can check off that tab. Say you're looking for either snacks or baking items or dinner items that are gluten-free. Maybe you can even check off like dairy-free or if you're paleo or whatever diet you're on and it'll sort it out. And there's always free gifts, which I love, but this 30% off your first order plus $60 gift. I will put the link for that below. Um, Also a new product that launched recently from Tula, a new skincare product. I tried it out. I got it the week after Christmas. So I've been using this like every couple of days. It's a, it's a new mask. So Tula has a mask that I love the application. You it's in a stick. Well, hold on. I'm talking about the old mask. (laughs) I liked the old mask because it's in a stick and you literally put it on your face. Like you're rubbing deodorant, (laughs) like as easy as it is to put on deodorant, you're putting this face mask on. Cause I don't, I never really thought about it, but I'm like, wow, 
face masks are really messy. They get all over your hands. Like it's goopy, but the stick format was great. However, it smelled so fragrant. It wasn't a bad smell. It was just too strong and it smelled like fragrance, like artificial, like I just like couldn't get over the smell. It was too strong. Face masks, I want it to smell natural and clean. <laughs> but this, like it just wasn't my cup of tea. So they came out with this new face mask. It launched on January 1st. It's called H2 Oasis. <laughs> H2 Oasis. Instant skin reviving mask. It goes on. So similar thing. It's in a tube, but you like rub the end of the tube on your face it's got like a cool application and you just leave it on for 10 minutes. And then you can even like pat the remaining mask into your face. It's like, it goes on clear. It feels like a gel and I think it's really cooling. So I feel like I would love this and I haven't, tr- maybe I will try it first thing in the morning, but to wake your skin up in the morning, to wake your face and your body up, it would feel really good. I've been doing it like in the evenings um, before I go to bed at night. Um, my code is Kim Perry for 15% off Tula. And that again is the H2 Oasis instant skin reviving mask. All right. Those were my like little product updates. Another update of what I watched last week. I actually watched a movie. (laughs) Who am I? No, um, um, Justin and I watched it, um, last week and yeah, I haven't watched a movie in a long time, like a new movie. But my mom recommended it. My sister recommended it. It's called The Family Plan starring Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's on Apple TV. And I think it's on Amazon. But it's about, it's like an action kind of comedy movie. And we just picked it because like we can both watch it. Like Justin, like, I'm like, I feel like it's got to have a little action in it for him. It's got to be funny for me. We both like Mark Wahlberg. So we put it on and it was entertaining. But as I'm watching, I'm like, geez, I feel like all movies are the same. Like what is, I, I need a, like a, a, it's not a life-changing movie, but I need a movie to just really captivate me that I can rave about and be like, wow, I see the world differently after watching this. But this was not that. <laughs> this was very much like, oh, geez, here's the bad guy. And here, but it was, it was, like I said, it was entertaining and I'm glad I watched it. Okay. Moving on. Let's talk about those goals because that's what we're here for. And like I said, we're not all in the same season of life right now. We might be feeling really similar around goal setting. So I did have people write in when I asked a while back about goals. What goals do we have for the new year? And I loved reading them, whether they were personal goals, financial goals, fitness goals, health and wellness goals. Like just remember, there are so many (laughs) areas you could choose to improve in your life. It doesn't have to be fitness or weight loss or health. Like it could be like just like a personal mindset goal. Like, Hey, I want to meditate for 10 minutes a day. I want to have less stress 10 minutes. Jeez. Let's say I'll start with three minutes a day. Or maybe you're like inconsistent or you're doing like a little meditation here and there and you do want to commit to 10 minutes a day. That's a great goal. But I think when we talk about goal setting in 2024, we think about fitness, right? 
especially on my podcast, you're probably like, yeah, Kim, you work out every day. Like, what are we talking about here? Um, but yeah, I had a bunch of goals come in and I loved reading the variety that was in there. Um, today we are talking a little bit more about fitness related, but that doesn't mean you can't apply any of this to, let's say financial goals or just like family time goals, like being more present. People say that <laughs> like, I want to be more present. Well, what does that look like? Okay. Cause if you say like, yeah, I want to be healthier in 2024 or I want to, I want to work out more. It's like, what does that actually look like? So as I'm listing these goals, which are going to be like ideas for you, cause maybe you're in that season of like, okay, I can't commit to like running a marathon this year. Cause I've never run a mile before. <laughs> and it's just, that sounds really intense. Um, I want you to be able to like take these little ideas and implement them into your goals for the year. Okay. I cannot say goals again. I feel like I've said it. How about we drink every time you hear me say goals? Let's take a sip. My goal is to drink more water. Okay. Drink again. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is good. I can't chug it though because it's so carbonated. I'm still drinking my apple cider vinegar beverage. Hmm. Okay. So I, I like this first one. So I, I was just looking up online, like, you know, I was actually originally for this episode, I wanted to do, you know, things to leave behind in 2023, but I ended up finding this article about, um, fitness goals that you can set and actually achieve for 2024 that have nothing to do with losing weight. So we love this. The first one, oh, and this is from Stylist, Stylist Magazine. Number one was try a new class. Love this goal. Love this goal. I, and honestly, I can't, not that I can't recommend it enough, but like I just think it's so good for us because number one, it's getting us to try something new. <laughs> when I feel like a lot of times we get stuck in such a routine, whether it's like, your day-to-day or your fitness routine. And you kind of just like lose that excitement around it, right? So it's it's just fun to try a new class. Like when was the last time you tried something new? Even like with date nights. So maybe try something new for your date night. Maybe you try a new pottery making class with your partner instead of going to a restaurant and then Home Depot if you're like me and Justin because that is our typical date night. <laughs> We need to try something new, a new class. Like that would be so fun. So that is just one way you can like take this fitness goal that we're chatting and turn it into something non-fitness related. But trying new fitness class, maybe it's a dance class. I have a dance fitness class in Sarasota that I love so much. I loved the energy in it. And a lot of classes too, wait, side note, you can try your first class for free. We love free trials. <laughs> Sign me up. And it's going to just give you this new energy. It's going to maybe make you feel sore in a way that you haven't felt in a while or ever. Um, so I've got that dance class. I've also tried the suspension. What the heck is it called? That sounds weird. But you're in these, you're in like a harness that's hanging from the ceiling that you bounce up and down. I don't know if you saw that back in March of last year, we went with Samantha Day 
that was really fun. It wasn't free, however. I think it was like $30 for the class. But even trying like a new yoga class or Zumba, maybe it's a weight training class, a group fitness, Pilates, like there's so many classes. And whether you say like, hey, I want to try one new class this year, that's a very attainable goal. I feel like you could totally achieve that. But maybe it's like every season I want to try one new workout class. So like this winter, I want to take a hot yoga or Zumba. And then in the spring, I want to do like a sunset yoga class or whatever it might be in the summer. And then one, I think that would be even better because it would just force you to keep trying new things versus like, okay, I did it once. Now I can move on. (laughs) Okay. But either way, that sounds so much fun to me. All right. Number two, work towards a new personal best. So if you're competing, if you like to compete with yourself, which I feel like is the best way to compete, just because if you're always comparing yourself to other people, it could turn into a negative mindset for yourself. But I would try, and this is something so easy for you, whether you are measuring um, how long you could do a plank for, a stationary plank. Maybe it's a wall sit. Maybe it's how many push-ups you can do. Maybe it's how many minutes you can jog without stopping. Maybe it's like you're, you are a regular runner and it's your mile time. You're trying to cut down on your mile time, but aiming to just get a little better at one of those things. Just pick one. And it doesn't have to be for the full year either. You could say like, hey, I'm going to see how long I can hold a plank for today. And then I'm going to do this for three or four days a week. And by the end of the month, I want to see how much I've improved my plank. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. Me being pregnant, I probably wouldn't choose a plank because unless (laughs) I just don't think that's the best option for me, Um, (laughs) I would probably choose like the wall sit option. Okay. Moving on. Number three, play an unfamiliar sport. This is kind of similar to the first one of trying a new fitness class, but playing an unfamiliar sport, maybe you're trying pickleball. Maybe you haven't given it a go yet. You know what? They, you can get a pickleball set at Marshall's or home goods for like $15 and you can go play pickleball. You could buy a volleyball and just volley back and forth with a friend. You could get, um, <laughs> we have badminton. Dustin got it at a, at a white elephant or will we call it a Yankee swap, but at our gift swap, he got a bat, no, croquet. I said badminton. He got a croquet set. (laughs) Just try something new. Like, I love this, like playing something that you don't normally play. And the word play itself just makes it sound that much more fun, right? Like we're not, like, like the purpose of it is to have fun. Like that's the intention behind this goal. Like I want to play an unfamiliar sport. Why? Well, because one, it's something new, but two, it's fun. (laughs) And like how often are we setting a goal for ourselves to have more fun? Like think about that for a second. Let's make that a goal. Have more fun this year. I'm down. So unfamiliar sport and that might, that's different for everybody. (laughs) Like if you're not into swimming, maybe you start using the pool at your gym and do a few laps. Maybe it's golf. Does putt-putt golf count? (laughs) Mini golf count? (laughs) 
All right. Number four is, oh, go on a wellness retreat. We've got that coming end of the month. Glow retreat. This one. Yeah. Listen, the thing for me with wellness retreats is I feel like they're hard to find. (laughs) And I'm like, are they hard to find? Or is it just like, I haven't ever found the one that felt like it was worth me going to. So going on a wellness retreat, when you are choosing, you want to make sure it's going to have the atmosphere you're looking for, the crowd of people you want to be around for that, however long it is, whether it's a a day retreat, a weekend retreat, a week long retreat, um, looking at them, you know, a month or two months, three months, four months in advance, or even like you could start looking now for a fall retreat. Do we need to, do I need to host another one? Are you like, are you ready for a glow retreat, but you didn't get your ticket? <laughs> glow retreat 2024. Oh, well, this one is 2.0. <laughs> but yeah, just really looking for what's going to meet your needs. I know, I feel like there's so many yoga and spiritual retreats, but not as much um, just whole wellness, but also a little bit of fitness, a little bit of fun, and a little bit of chill. Like all of those encapsulated in one. That's why I started planning my retreat. Go on a wellness retreat. And even if you don't go on a wellness retreat, I would try to aim for just a getaway for yourself, whether it's a day a spa day. Like, Hey, I'm going to go spend a day this year. I'm going to take a yoga class. I'm going to go to a spa. I'm going to walk, go for a walk alone. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy, right? Just make that time for yourself very intentionally. Okay. Number five is to sign up for an event or competition. This could be a 5k. It could be a walk. It could be a race. It could be one of those tough mutters. <laughs> Are people still doing those? Like, I feel like that was such a craze back in like 2017. And I'm sure they're still around. I guess I just, uh, I don't, I'm not seeing them anymore. Um, yeah, find an event or something that you can like look forward to, put on your calendar and commit to. Again, if it's not fitness related, it could still be the, um, and like another educational class, or maybe there's like a community event going on a networking event, start to look ahead at social channels and calendars to see what's out there and what's coming up this year and what you can, you know, put on your calendar and plan on going to. Okay. Number six is build a gym habit. So here's the thing. <laughs> well, no, let me read it to you. It says, the idea of building a gym habit can seem intimidating, but now is a good time to get into a routine. Okay, totally agree with that. I think setting these goals, I should have like started with this. Setting a goal in January, especially a fitness goal, while many people might roll their eyes at that, like, oh gosh, everyone starts fitness goals in January. Oh, new year, new me, blah, blah, blah. Listen, there is, name a better time. Name a better time to set a goal for, for your health and fitness. I'm, I'm listening. I'm waiting. <laughs> January is a great time. And here's why. Number one, everyone else is doing it, or at least it feels like it. 
which means there's more accountability right now. There are more products and services available because everyone knows that this time of year, usually we're trying to start the year off on the right foot. So there's a lot of support out there, whether you're looking for a fitness program, whether you're looking for a gym membership, whether you're looking for new healthy recipes, like it's out, it's everywhere right now. It's in every grocery store. It's in every, like you open up, I open up my Target app and it's like this week's deals, yoga mats and protein bars. Like, thank you. Yeah, yes, please. I will take that because those are things I'm buying anyways. I'll take the deals. I'll take the sales. But like I said, the accountability is there. People are doing it with you. And it's not uncommon. Like I can remember back in the day, oh gosh, when I was like first on my health and fitness journey, like I was not wanting to talk about health and fitness because people thought it was like silly or a joke or like quinoa, what's zucchini pasta? Like why would you eat that? But now it's just so acceptable. And especially in this month of January, if you say like, hey, oh, I'm actually... I can't go out for girls night. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take myself seriously when I say that. Cause like as a mom, I'm not really doing that, but like, Oh, you know what? I actually have a fitness goal right now. And I was going to try a new yoga class this weekend. So I can meet you after, or like, would you want to come with me? Like it just is so much more acceptable. So it's a great time to build a habit. Now, when we talk about, Work, like finding a fitness routine habit, I I love that for you. I love that for us. And it doesn't have to be an everyday thing. It doesn't have to be an hour long habit, right? Like my workouts are short. It's what's going to work for you for your schedule and what you can commit to. So if you're like, I'm going to build a habit seven days a week, 40 minutes a day, every single day, <laughs> but it's hard for you to, or in the, and you're like, I'm going to get up at 5am every day. Okay. Is that something you can stick to? Is that something that if you miss a couple days, because like we started out at the beginning, like your baby's sick or you were up all night or, you know, <laughs> you're really tired because <laughs> you've just had a long week. <laughs> like, are you going to feel discouraged? Can we set the bar a little bit lower? Maybe let's say three, four days a week, 20 minute workouts. So that when you do achieve that, it it gives you a hit of dopamine and you feel better and you want to do more. Or it, it just encourages you to keep going. Or if you miss a day, you're like, that's okay. There's still six more days in the week, right? So setting a goal for yourself around a routine that is achievable. Like it's, I want your goal to sound like a no brainer. Like, Oh, well, obviously I can do that. Obviously I can drink one Stanley cup of water a day. Like I can do that. Like, great, great. Then do it and do a little bit more if you can. That's the point. Okay. Goal setting. That is like my foundational piece of advice. I'm going to take another sip of water because I said goal like six times. All right. All right. The last one, which I'm going to like tweak a little bit, but it says up your average step count. Listen, we spend a lot of time sitting down, sitting on our booties. I know. I know. We're moms though. We're chasing our kids. 
were up doing chores, folding laundry, washing the dishes, like back and forth, rocking the baby. Like we are on our feet a lot, but we're also sitting (laughs) and we're sitting indoors. So with this step count, I also want you to think about getting outside, (laughs) moving your body and just you know, can I, like, how can I, you know, get a little bit more intentional movement in during my week? Because sitting on your butt does not a lot of good for you. Unless you're sitting on a yoga ball, which I should probably start doing at this point in my pregnancy. I need that for my back and my pelvis and my hips. But yeah, we need to be up and moving. We need to be getting a little bit more exercise, but not in a way that's like we're working out, we're in the gym. Like we need to just be up. Our bodies are meant to be up. It's also great for longevity and it's great for your mental health, getting outside and going for walks. It's just a great way to clear your mind. Um, It says instead of trying to hit a specific number of steps every day, aiming to up your average step count for the year is a great way to celebrate progress. But how, what if you don't know your step count? I would just say like, listen, if I'm getting out for a walk twice a week, that's, that's a good goal for, for me personally. Um, I have been trying to get out more with the girls. Like the weather's been great. I mean, we don't have to worry about snow. So I keep using that as my like motivator, like Kim, this is the, this is the life right here. January 55 degrees sunny. We need to go outside. (laughs) This is why we moved to Florida. So let's do a little bit of, of walking or even just, you know, intentional movement. Like I said, I honestly want to get one of those walking pads. I feel like they're kind of trending right now, or at least everyone I know has one. That's how it feels. (laughs) Everyone has a walking pad. Do I need one? I don't know. I think I'm going to want one when the baby gets here because I just, I know what it's like not being able to get a workout in or having a whole baby or not being able to go outside or the baby's napping. So I got to be right next door. So, and I'm also trying to multitask. So I'm going to be at my desk, but I want to exercise. It's killing two birds with one stone. I'm trying to convince myself right now. I think I need one. (laughs) And look, it would be, it would be working towards my goal of getting more steps in. (laughs) Should we get walking pads, matching walking pads? I think so. All right. I'm going to hop off here. Thank you for joining me and listening to some of these fitness goals. And I would love to hear yours. You can DM me your glowing podcast. I look forward to hearing from you and to just continuing this year together for a healthier version of ourselves. And that doesn't, again, listen, you can be healthier without setting a mega goal, right? I think having intentions is just as important as setting a goal. Like I'm going to set the intention to walk into the grocery store today and get only what I need. (laughs) If you, if you say that before you walk in the grocery store, you're going to come out and think about it the whole time you're in there. I'm. What's my intention? My intention was to get what we need. I don't need anything extra. Or my intention for folding this laundry, I'm not going to get distracted. 
I'm not going to start scrolling on my phone. I am going to get this laundry done. I'm very intentional about it. You can set those same sorts of intentions at the beginning of the week, at the beginning of the day for your workouts, for your mindset, for your health, for your, what you eat. Just yes. I'm just going to leave that there. Okay. I could go on about this. I won't. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week. I'll catch you on bump day. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon.